Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, thanks for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I wanted to let you know, for some reason, this episode is like very weird. Like the way that it recorded is weird. So just hang in there with me. Sounds like we're on the phone. (laughs) It'll be great. But I just wanted to give you a heads up because there's something going on with my mic. Anyways, enjoy the episode. I was in my car about to walk into work and I had a thought based on something that my dad actually talked about yesterday. And I just, you know, decided to share it with you in this quick episode because it so resonated with me and I hope that it also resonates with you because I think it's something we can all relate to if you want anything specific in your life. And I feel like I've talked about this a lot because I deal with this a lot in myself, but one of the things that my dad was discussing with our staff this week was awareness and expectations. And I think that for me, I'm like hyper aware, like I'm one of those people that you would probably say has sensory issues. And for anyone that knows me that's listening right now knows that about me and is probably laughing because I'm the person that um, is sitting at the table with you while we're eating and I'm having to tune out everyone eating around me. Or if I'm trying to focus on something and there's a random noise, it's hard for me um, to not get distracted and to not feel frustrated because of different noises or sounds. And then on the flip side of that, I I feel like I'm always talking about frustration on this podcast, but it's just life. And I feel like the other side of that for me is I have a lot of expectations for myself, for others around me. And because of those expectations, it causes me to actually um, also get frustrated or have to deal with the fact that just because I have an expectation doesn't mean that everybody else is going to. Um, So all that to say, awareness and expectation can have a tendency to definitely help you in life, um, but it can also derail what's most important in your life uh, when it goes unhealthy. And I think it's funny how God allows us to be in situations to work through our frustration about both of these topics constantly uh, because he cares about us. So I think sometimes we put it on ourselves too. Sometimes we're causing our own frustration because we're hyper-focused on something, but I'll get into that in a second. So it's funny, but not funny. My, My child, he explores things by scratching everything. And if you're a parent, maybe you have a kid like this, but my, uh, little lion, as I call him, he will see anything, whether it's a wall, bricks, concrete, Uh, anything that would have a terrible sound if you scratched it with your nails, and he will go at it. Like right now, I'm making the most terrible face because it's like getting at me. Like it makes me feel like I'm going to gag whenever I hear (laughs) certain sounds like that. Like my child scratching concrete and bricks, just that sound. It's like worse than nails on a chalkboard. It's worse than anything I could describe to you. But it literally makes me feel like I'm going to gag. But he, that's how he explores the world. And I feel like it's funny how, you know, I, I love that about him. I love that he scratches things because it's cute, but it makes me deal with a side of myself uh, with that awareness of sounds uh, that I don't, I don't have a choice in. Like I was 
born this way, as Lady Gaga said, but not in the context she was talking about. But it's something I have to deal with, you know? And, you know, there's a lot of different things, whether it's like smells or other things with my awareness that I have to deal with, but also people dynamics. Like, I don't know if you guys are out there like me, but sometimes, like, your awareness, uh, because it's a gift you've been given, can actually cause you to be frustrated at other people. I'll give you an example. This morning, I was on a group text. In the group text, it says, please don't reply to the group text. Reply to me personally so that everyone has to, doesn't have to get the notification. What does everyone do? They start replying to the group text. Have you ever been in, in a text like that or an email where someone replies all? Like, that's awareness. Like, read the text. Read the message. Or you send out an email and someone sends you an email back asking you questions that you answered in the email. Like, those kind of things are daily things for me that I have to go, okay, I had the awareness to already explain this, but instead of getting frustrated, I'm going to understand that my awareness is a gift of mine, so I'm going to then also help them be aware of something that they could have already been aware of in the email or text or communication I've already said. I feel like I'm repeating myself all the time in life. And that's what happens if you're going to be a person who's aware. You're also going to probably find things that make you frustrated around you, like maybe with your spouse or your kids or at your job. You're going to be like, why didn't someone take care of that? Why didn't someone see that? What is happening? And I would just tell you something that I've found in my life is, and that I've been taught in my family is that God has given me a specific awareness to do what I've been called to do. And that doesn't mean that everyone else is going to have that. And so all that to say, all that context to explain to you, my dad yesterday told our staff, he said, use your awareness to help you and others around you, not to hurt you or others around you. And I think that that's really good because <laughs> it's simple. But if you let your awareness get to the frustration point, you have a choice. Am I going to take it out on this person for not being aware? Am I going to punish them for not being aware? Or am I going to use my awareness to help? And I'll just say, using your awareness to help takes a lot of self-control because it's natural and, like, in your flesh, you want to be able to say to that person, I already told you that, or read the email, or something sarcastic, or be frustrated, and it causes you to lose your peace because, you feel like you've already done your part and you want them to do their part. Well, I try to use those moments, and I'm not, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm just being real with you guys. But I try to use those moments to help me grow and mature and understand that my awareness is my awareness. And I've been given that as a gift from God to bring what I bring in my workplace, in my family, uh, in my relationships. And so I can't have that expectation on other people because I'm the one with the awareness. Now, this doesn't mean that I don't stay frustrated. That's real. Like, I stay frustrated. But managing my frustration helps me to not hurt others around me with my awareness. And instead, I can help those around me with my awareness. Now, if you're an aware person, you're going to be probably doing more and uh, communicating more and taking more of the responsibility than most people around you. And I'm not saying that that's fair, but life isn't fair. And if God's giving you an awareness, that's a gift. So think about those other people on the other end. They're going to have things in their life that they're not going to be able to effectively take care of or be aware of because they don't have that gift. So you can be frustrated at that or upset at that and be like, I don't even want to be aware. Or 
you could go, okay, this is a gift. How can I use this to help those around me to be who God's called me to be? And my dad told this story about how this guy came up to him. I feel like this happens a lot, like in leadership. Uh, you know, you're doing something. You're leading a meeting. You're speaking maybe on a platform, speaking to your staff, talking to your family, but you're in a leadership role, like you have a leadership mandate. And you say something and someone's response is, I don't like what you're doing or I don't like what you said or I don't agree with that. Or, you know, you're on social media and you have the keyboard warriors that come at you that want to give you all their opinions. Um, I think it's interesting because my dad told the story of this man that said that to a preacher specifically. And he said, I don't like what you're doing. I don't like what you said. And this guy's response was, I like what I'm doing better than what you're not doing. When I heard my dad say that, it was like, oh, like, oh, my gosh, like, yes. Like, if you are a person of action, if you are a person of awareness, if you are a leader, it's not that you're going to do everything perfect, but the truth is there's going to be people that don't like what you do. They don't, they don't like how you're doing it. But the truth is you're going to like what you're doing better than what they're not doing. And if someone's not contributing, if someone's not um, even in a place to contribute, what you have to do with people like that is go – not hurt them with your awareness of, like, I'm already doing something better than you, but, like, actually just continue what you're doing and be faithful and understand that God's placed you where he's placed you for a reason. Yes, use your awareness to help people. Use your awareness to be sweet and to be nice and don't use it to just be strong and to push people over, but, like, understand that there's going to be people that don't like what you do. There's going to be people that don't like how you do it, and that doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep going. Yes, we should all evaluate how we're doing things, but at the same time, understand that you're going to have, and I hate using this word, but it's just the truth, you're going to have people that are haters. You're going to have people that don't agree with you, and that's okay. That's been, like, one of the funniest things in the season for me in 2020 and 2021. Like, I've legitimately lost, probably at this point, thousands of followers, and I, 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 I would say, like, I care about caring about people, but I don't care if people follow me on social media. I don't care if people agree with me, if it's like biblical truth, because they have a choice in what they apply in their life and what they believe. But I have a mandate as a leader to bring truth. And guess what? Even as a human, I have my own opinion. And I think it's funny that people can't take it when someone else has a different opinion and they unfollow you. Now, I will unfollow someone if they're not living according to the word of God. But I follow plenty of people that have different views in me, that I hear what they have to say. I research other sides of things. I'm not just like one-sided in how I see life. I have an awareness to actually look at the full scope as much as I can. Obviously, we're biased as humans in general, but like I look and I try to have a, a neutral viewpoint, except for when it comes to the Word of God and the truth of God. I don't have a neutral viewpoint on that. Truth is truth. And the Bible tells us that the truth will set you free, but that's only God's truth. Like, your truth will not set you free. Your truth will keep you bound. God's truth will set you free, even if you don't agree with it. And I think that sometimes people use their awareness in a way of, like, I don't like what that person has to say, or I disagree with them on this social issue, so I'm going to unfollow them. Well, guess what that person just did? They just eliminated an awareness in their life that they could have had of a differing viewpoint. Now, once again, I could care less if I um, have followers. Honestly, like I was explaining this to my husband, but I have social media because I look at it as like a way for me to um, 
how do you say this, uh, not like scrapbook my life, but like have a historical documentation of things that happened in my life, like honestly for me and for those close to me. And there's been times where I've lost my entire photo albums or I've lost like all of what's on my computer. And like, it might sound silly, but I'm like, okay, at least like certain things that like I want to commemorate or remember are there on my social media. And so I love when people like my pictures. It's great if people follow me, if they interact with me, I love that. But I don't do it for that. So for me, it's really easy to move on when people unfollow me because they don't like it or when they message me and say I don't like it because I'm actually doing things that are based on truth and that matter to me. So it's okay that they don't like what I'm doing, but like that quote says, I like what I'm doing better than what you're not doing. Um, And I don't want to get into like a bunch of stuff here, but all I'm saying is in your life, there's going to be things that people don't like. And you could care or not care, but I would just say care enough to not hurt people or to not put people down. Care enough to just keep doing what you're doing and be confident in it if you know it's the right thing. So don't be like confident in it and be like, it is what it is and y'all deal with it because you might be being stupid in that situation. But um, (laughs) I'm just saying like awareness is a big deal and it can hurt you and others if you're not using it the right way. And then the other thing that I was talking about was expectation. My expectations honestly have hurt me more than they've helped me in my life. Like, I'm just being real. A lot of times I have expectations and I get let down, whether that's in relationships or just in my life in general, because I think it's going to work out this way or I think it should be this way. Um, Like, I would say a great test of this was when I had my baby. Like, I had this expectation of, hey, my mom, my sister, they have great labors. Like, it happens fast. They're done. It's awesome. They heal fast. Great. I was in labor for two and a half days, and nothing was happening. Like, I had full-blown contractions. I had, like, it was going, but my body was not progressing. And my body was, like, ready, but it wasn't ready, and it was the most confusing thing. So I didn't, like, eat for three days. I'm, like, so hungry, (laughs) sitting there frustrated, going, okay, my expectation was that my body was going to do what's historically happened in my family, and my body was not doing what I expected it to do. Um, they brought in, like, specialists to help me. They brought in people that, like, had, like, the magic touch or, like, the reputation in the hospital to get someone to have their baby quicker, whatever. Like, there for two and a half days, just nothing happening. So I was, like, very frustrated because of my expectation. And then they tell me that I have to have a C-section, which I didn't want to have a C-section. I guess some people are fine with it, but, like, I wanted to actually have my child. Like, I know that having C-section, you're having a child. But I'm saying I wanted to have the experience of having my first child the normal way. Um, and I know it's, a, it's unavoidable sometimes depending on whatever, but for me it's like I had this expectation based on my family that this is the experience I would have. And this is just an example. You could be a guy listening to this, but this is just an example because I think we all have an expectation based on how we think something should work out. Yours could have been with how the election should have gone or how America should be right now or um, how your spouse should be behaving or how your marriage should be or how your kids should be. It doesn't matter It's just a story of expectation. So even if you're never going to have a baby, you could still relate to this. So I had this expectation. It wasn't working out. Then it went a different route than I ever thought it would go. And then I had to deal with that. And then so when I have my baby, I had been in labor for so long and been under stress for so long that I was shaking so bad. And I couldn't even hardly hold Arik whenever he was born. And you're already really emotional when you have a baby because just all the hormones and stuff, just the, like, event. But, like, I was 
I was going to lose it. Like if I didn't like control myself, I would have lost it because not only did I not have my baby how I thought I would, but then like I couldn't even hold him. Like he was crying because my body was shaking so bad. I couldn't even have that experience like where I was holding him. Um, And so I had to wait like hours and then I had to wait hours and hours to eat. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like I can't even tell you how frustrating that was. I was so weak. Um, and so that's just like an, ex- an example of expectation because I look back and I go, you know, at the end of the day, I'm glad that Ark's here. I'm glad that he's healthy. Um, I can't even remember all of those feelings and how they felt exactly, but I remember the end results of those feelings. And I remember like feeling them, but I can't like feel them again because I'm not there. Um, but I look back and I go, okay, like, I wish I wouldn't have had that expectation on myself because then I would have just been open to whatever happened and would have just gone with the flow. And I think a lot of times in our relationships, in our jobs, with what God's doing in your life right now, we have this expectation and we get frustrated or let down or hurt, whether it's by leadership or people around us, whatever, because we thought, well, I thought it would work out this way. Well, I thought it would be this way. Well, I thought they would respond this way. I thought that my talent would go further and that they would recognize me or whatever. And I think what you have to realize is that you have an expectation on yourself, and that's great. But God knows what he's doing with your life. He knows what he's doing in your life. And whatever God's given you, he's going to give you what you need to make that happen. Um, And I think that for all of us, we can't control other people. We can't control what happens in this world. And I'm sure I say this probably in every podcast and every message I ever speak because it helps me and it's so revelational to me. But while we can't control what happens around us, we can't control what happens um, to us. Like we can control what happens in us. That's what I've been taught my whole life. And that's what's helped me a lot in life is realizing that you might have an expectation, and having expectations are good. But when they don't work out, what are you doing with that? Like, how are you responding to that? How are you choosing to handle that? Because your expectation, just like your awareness, can hurt you, and it can hurt other people, and it can hurt progress in your life because you expected it this way. When it doesn't happen, you shut down because you're not happy about it. And, I mean, I have too many scenarios in my life. If you know my story, there's too many scenarios I could even give you as an example. But I just want to encourage you today. If you're a person who deals with being the most aware or being aware of certain things and others aren't and you're frustrated or you have an expectation and it hasn't worked out and you're hurt or frustrated or you find yourself there a lot in life, I want to encourage you with something um, that I try to strive to do. So... I'm not perfect. I definitely am in progress with this. But number one, remind yourself that you might not have control of the situation, but you have control of your response. And, like, the greatest thing that I've done for myself in scenarios like that is learning to pause. So not responding when you could respond, not responding when you're emotive, not responding in the heat of a moment or lashing out or lashing back or telling someone what you don't like about something because of your expectation or awareness, but instead going, okay, you know what? I'm going to pause. And in that pause, ask God for help. Say, God, help me to know how to respond to this. Help me to know how I should handle this. Because it's when you turn things over to God. I think we say that a lot, but like people are wondering, how do you do that? Like, how do you actually turn it over to God? And I think it's in pausing that you can take a moment to choose your response better and to ask for help. Because if you're doing it in your own self, you're not going to respond how you want to respond. You're not going to react how you want to react. And you're going to look back and not just be frustrated, but you're going to regret what you said or did. And usually it's connected umbilically to your awareness or expectation. 
So this is something that I've been led through my entire life by leaders in my life. And I want to encourage you to, instead of reacting and responding emotionally or out of frustration, take a moment and pause and ask God for help and choose your response. Don't let your awareness or your expectation control your response. You're being controlled at that point by your emotions. We need to be submitted to God more than our emotions. We need to trust God more than we trust our feelings. And how we do that is we stop and we pause. And that's why the Bible tells us a lot to wait on the Lord. How do you wait on the Lord? It's not like you're just, this isn't even always a waiting in your entire life for like the promise of God. This is waiting in a moment to trust God that he's going to handle it, that he can help you, that you can choose your response and you can turn your weakness into strength by giving it to him. So I hope that encouraged you today. I hope that helped you. Um, Those are just some real things in my life that I deal with and real things that I'm still working on. So anyways, have a great day and thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at KeelaCraftAmbrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.